This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey. Call the cops. This level of foolishness hey. and joy. Losers, in other words. Hey. Now watch this drive. Raiders! Hey, damn it! I don't like that. Hey. Hey. Shisha. Sicario. Bruce hey. fucking Springsteen. Damn it! Hey. Yeah, people hey. are gonna die. I want yeah, baby. Then I came flying here for you to see and hear what I found. Remember the swamp? Remember my song in the swamp when I was like, wham, chicka, wham, wham, chicka, wham. I remember. Well, ever since the what's his name, the guy with the hair in the shirt. The Nice like their penguins, throw rice for the pigeons. They're trying to blow up the pigeons, but those are just urban legends. I know a lot of really fat pigeons. Well, you just listen, Sebastian. I got that scuttlebutt. Hurry up. You'll be like, what? When I drop that scuttlebutt. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm under the sea. (laughs) Under the sea, Caroline. Are you feeling good about your decision you made? Yes. You shouldn't. We're here to have good Christian fun. Good Christian fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music, and the movies, and the entertainment. Made for, made by, sometimes made about Christians, but we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church. We're just here to have fun. And that clip was from Caroline, was from one of Caroline's top films of hey. 2023. <laughs> that she said, you know what? I have one life to live. I have a few limited nights free. <laughs> it's a day off. This week. It's Mama's a got a day, day off. off. What do I want to do? It's her birthday week. Happy late birthday as this episode comes out. Hey. June 3rd, coming up. Important day. Yeah. And she said, you know what? I'm going to see that new Little Mermaid. The old one, it was only 90 minutes. I need the 135-minute cut. way more, way more uh, uh, Sebastian. I need sisters. I need the scuttlebutt. She needs the scuttlebutt. She needs Aquafina rapping in a new song by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Huh. Entitled Scuttlebutt. Yeah. Which is what we just heard <laughs> at the top of this. Now, Caroline, did you enjoy the new songs in this movie? Um, I I gotta say, as much as it disgusts me, Scuttlebutt did get me grooving in the in my seat. Um, when she said fat pigeons, that made the whole theater laugh. You were chair dancing? I was chair dancing. Oh um, I should have known it was, was your husband chair dancing with you? <laughs> of Lynn Manuel Miranda that would make me move. So uh, I knew something was off, but I didn't know what. And uh you start biting fun. your lip against your will. <laughs> Ariel. Um, it was cute. I thought uh Hallie was really great mm-hmm. and her singing was great. And that really did a lot of lifting. Yes. I mean, well, in terms of a contrast between Halle Bailey, a very accomplished performer and talent in her own right, say, compared to an Emma Watson who (laughs) gave us Belle by way of Siri. Right. 
little town mm. is a quiet. He's using AI voice way, well, way I know. early she, in the game. Were on the cusp of it <laughs> six or seven years ago. Well, I'm glad you had fun, and I'm glad it was a good experience. Can I tell you something though? Yeah, I wanted to see Little Mermaid, but then I saw a movie I really wish I had seen, and I think you would have come, and that was Book Club Two. Book Club Two. I was like, damn, I really wish I had been seeing Book Club Two. <laughs> Wait, you haven't seen it yet? No. Oh, well, Have you seen it? No. <gasps> we gotta look after the freaking everybody. show gotta, times. Oh gosh, it's book club colon the next chapter is the name of it, and it does take place post pandemic. The women have gone they through the survived they the pandemic. Did their, they did their book club on Zoom. Wow. This is truly the, this is incredible. Book um, club. Let's the next book, chapter. Let's book our viewing. Kevin, are you free tomorrow? There, uh, I. We'll I am not to free you. tomorrow. Okay, I'll get back to you. We'll work on that. I need like an a, a ten thirty showing. <laughs> but, yeah. We're yeah, need yeah, tickets yeah. for three. Tickets okay, for three. Okay, our guest is saying also reserve a seat. I did enjoy the the makeup artist for the new Little Mermaid was clapping back a little bit on social media. People oh. had criticized the Ursula makeup because the it was the, bad. The first Ursula everyone might be familiar with was based on Divine, the drag performer. From the 1980s. And so Melissa McCarthy is the new Ursula. People were a little disappointed by the the lack of continuity, I think. Mm. And people were saying because the artist wasn't queer. And the, the quote was something like, I don't understand why a queer artist can't do as good a job as a straight artist. Or it was reversed. Why, <laughs> why can't a straight artist do as good as a queer artist? And everyone was quoting like, yeah, we're wondering that too. <laughs> In terms of the makeup and whatnot, That's funny. but Little Mermaid on the way to make a billion dollars. I'm glad you have. Five. It was it was a three fur because our friend Alex was there. Yeah, Alex as well. actually. Well, Nate and I already had the plan. Then Alex mm. texted both of us, and Kevin sort of almost declined, and after, then just kind of wasn't there after not checking my phone for an hour and coming back to uh-huh. 34 missed texts from yeah. one. <laughs> Group yeah. thread. Mermaid. That I wasn't aware of. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I did unfortunately decline. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you end up watching last night? I watched one episode watched of Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln? <laughs> Wait, why is it Lincoln? I watched Phantom Thread. I, I just, you know, I, I played a Clockwork Orange. I play a really fun game. Dexter and I play this. It's called Criterion Channel Roulette. <laughs> and we go through all the greats, the Hal Ashby's, the Mike Lee's. The Jennifer Jason Lee. I, I watched an episode of Mrs. Davis. Oh, Peacock. nice. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Still still getting through that. It's not clicking for me yet. Is there any Aquafina in that? There sure isn't. And for That's that reason bad. alone, <laughs> yeah, it is too bad. Do you think they cast your Little Mermaid because of the water? Oh, <laughs> right? probably. Yeah, I think so too. That's very fun. Uh, listen, we're not here to talk about Aquafina. We're here to talk about a similar intellectual giant, mm. Matt Thiessen, and his band Reliant K, who we have relied on. We haven't talked about them in many, many years on the show, but we need to once again today. But to do that, we need to welcome back a very, very special guest. Friends and folks, after a four-year self-imposed exile from the podcast, you may know her from Z-Way, or SNL, give it up for Adriana, Adriana. Cruz. Hello. Hello, hey. welcome back. It's good to be back. It's been a presidential term. It's good to have well, you. I know. It's a term. 
Wait, yeah, last time, last, there's been a whole president since you've been on. That's crazy. Because wow. 2019, Obama was president. Wow. And now Biden's president. And there was another guy in between. Was that, we were talking about Stacey Rico last time, right? We sure did. Uh, and best. it's possible that she reached out and wanted to hang oh, out yeah. with us. Oh, yeah, you the dropped bag. the ball. Stacey Rico for real, reached out and said, like, I heard your episode. It was fun. <laughs> we, like... We didn't ghost her. Yeah, we did. Did we? Basically. No. Not because we didn't like her. Yeah. I mean, I never got an invite to hang <laughs> yeah, out yeah. Like, formally. <laughs> yeah. So no, we'll check the receipts She'll on come that. Come back. But there was there was something something going on. She might be an East Coast gal herself now, so maybe it wouldn't work out anyway. I don't know. That's she the story could comp my flight. I'd go. If Stacy Rico would up. pay for your cross country flight. Yeah. <laughs> Go hang out. Round trip. All right, Stacy. Ball's in your court once again for some reason. <laughs> you know, there's whole podcasts devoted to trying to meet the subject of it, like finding missing Richard Simmons or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. This is a podcast in which we're like dodging unintentionally one of the subjects <laughs> of Someone our show. Someone we'd like to meet. Sure. I would love to meet Stacey Rico. She's probably I, I, Because name. in her response to you... Is I she has this song that starts with her saying, "I dreamed I was heading down to Puerto Rico," and I said that I, as a Puerto Rican, listened to that and was so excited and thought she was Puerto Rican and she was not. And oh. she, I remember she told you in the, in her message to you something along the lines of like, "These random older white guys were writing the songs," and oh. I had no. <laughs> Did I make that up, or is that what it is? It was something like that. I don't know. I'm trying to assume. Like she probably goes to Puerto Rico, right? (laughs) I'm trying to recall. Okay, everything's fine. Oh, I mean, we should be maybe we should be transparent about this. Yeah, we're on Tiny Dog Watch. We're on Tiny Dog Watch. Adriana's brought her little gal into the studio with us today, and it's possible. You know, there there's definitely a vibe. Sometimes, very occasionally, minorly contentious vibe, but mostly good vibes between. Yeah, I ship Adriana's them. dog Chia, and we ship them. Although one percent of the time they do violently tussle <laughs> underneath <laughs> it, the table. And who amongst, as we all know, the, you know, relationships, there's conflict. It's True. not, mm-hmm. and it's not. This is something I was just thinking the other day. It's not about how much you fight; it's how well you fight. Beautiful. Isn't that amazing? That's really amazing. Yeah. It's just something that came to me. When you fight when you fight and you draw blood, is mm-hmm. that bad? It depends. <laughs> it depends on the nature of the blood. Wow. That's what I would say. Amen. If it's oh. a gush versus a drop. <laughs> <laughs> I half expected there to be some uh some carnage, but they're okay. They're they're, they're fine. fine. They're little animals. Yeah. It was yeah. mostly just yelling, I guess. I think so. But mm-hmm. Dexter and she are going to have a wedding ceremony pretty soon. Aww. Is it going to be today? Probably not. But no, no. I I want it to be an event. Yeah. No, we're going we to have invites. And- yeah. Yes. <laughs> Got to get the venue. Absolutely. Who officiates though? Because we're gonna we're not objective enough. I've certainly been to weddings where the pa- one of the parents Maybe it's of Caroline, Caroline, I think Caroline it's officiates. Caroline. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to. I have a lot to say about Dexter. I, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Publicly. She's seen I'd the... I'd like to set the record straight. Hey. <laughs> Do you think Scampy could play a role? Like she could be... Aww. Best woman. Made of flower girl. <laughs> uh, flower girl. Little flower chunk. <laughs> Just flower chunk. 
Yeah, this is going to be a spectacle. It's going to be a parade. I would be honored to officiate. Do we have a Christian union. wedding for them? Absolutely. Okay, Are they both wanted- Christian? She is a Christian, yeah. She is a Christian. Is Dexter saved? Dexter, I he's looking at me. He's like, bro, <laughs> we pray together, and mm. I give him the free will. I say, whatever you want to do in your own faith, that's mm-hmm. fine. But as long as you live under this roof, you are a Christian. You're a man of God. Little boy. Yeah. You know, the demons also pray. Is that true? So She mm-hmm. is from Texas. Much. She's from outside of Dallas, so... Okay, yeah. I, I know for Born sure. Yeah. Very cultural. Though. Where's Dexter from? Dexter's from here. Dexter's from California. Okay. okay. So it's a little... Their politics. He's a maybe, maybe that's what they were yelling at each other about earlier. <laughs> conflicting politics. Little red and blue state. Yeah. Dexter's yeah. like, what Problem. man, one woman? It's like, <laughs> Dexter, that's been legal for like a decade. <laughs> what the hell, man? Dexter. No, he's not problematic. Okay. And speaking of not problematic, Adriana, thanks for joining us. Oh, of course. Once again on the show. How has your life changed in the last four and a half years? Oh, last time man. you were on, it was 2019. It was so long ago. Well, um, I I sat in my house like everybody else for a long time. Beautiful. I'll um, always remember one of my last like COVID Eve memories was going to visit you. At your place of work yeah. in end of February, beginning of March, 2020. And wow. That would have been... Wait, which show was that? It was John Mulaney was hosting and David Byrne was the musical guest. What a great show. And we that had... You were, you were such a great little host to us, oh. me and our, our friend Katie. And... Oh, that was when I met Katie. Yeah. Wow. See, a lot of origin story stuff. Oh, yeah. But I'll always remember that as like... Especially when the pandemic was happening, I was like, was that the last time I'll like see a... A performer perform live like that was truly going yeah. to my head. I had at the a. Time. I I went to um, after the pandemic when we were finally back allowed in Thirty Rock. It was so funny to go back in and see my calendar that I still had up from March twenty twenty. Whoa! With all of all of my plans for March, uh, it, was, <laughs> it would plans. have been a big month. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of fun things going on, but yeah, after the Daniel Craig show, things just sort of the weekend. Uh, fell apart. The weekend, who's officially changed his name to, back to Abel, right? Is that so? I don't think he's a, no. Well, because his credits on what I'm seeing on billboards around town, it's like Abel in quotes the, the weekend. weekend. Like we have a, a okay. Dwayne, it's Dwayne the Rock again. The Rock, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So we're gonna do that bullshit. movie star era. Interesting. But yeah, since 2019, let's see. I uh, How did the Lord test your faith? I, I got in a COVID relationship that tested some faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, now I'm single, which Ooh. is fun. Well, <laughs> I know. And we talked about this off mic and maybe this is a good on-ramp for it because you kind of wanted to build up to something. Maybe. Yes. I'd like to use your podcast as a platform. Um, yes. To ask somebody out. Someone in particular? Yeah. Perhaps. Should we do it now or later? I think later. Well, let's do it later. Yeah. Later? Oh my gosh. Isn't this? I'm nervous. I'm excited. (laughs) Have you seen that Ashley Judd movie with uh, Hugh Jackman and the other guy where it's like she's working at a daytime talk show? I think it's called Someone Like You. It's a romantic comedy from like 2002. And and the emotional climax of the movie is she does go on 
the show. I think she gets famous by lying and pretending to be an advice columnist, but she's anonymous. Oh. And anyway, she does a declaration of love on the oh, air. Cute. The That's thing. what I'm going to do today. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh. could I have said Sleepless in Seattle, which is literally the radio? I uh, sure could have. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> In a movie a million more people have seen, more than a million more people. I could have, but... I like someone like you better. I'd yeah, rather me too. not. Yeah. So, so we'll build up to that. Whoa, the Lord okay. tested your faith as he did, as she did, as they did, for all of us during the pandemic. Yes. And you were, you were at SNL. You were witnessing to Lorne. You were witnessing oh, to... <laughs> Planting seeds. Everyone there is saved now. Is that great? That's huge. Well, and yeah. once everyone got tell. saved, that's when Adriana left. Right. Yeah. Her exactly. work was done. Yeah. Yeah. I said, on Dr. to Hen. the next show. She said, <laughs> she oh, said you know late what? night with James Corden, I'm coming for you. You and Ego Wodum would kind of tag team people because Ego Wodum <laughs> right. also witnessing oh, the course. gospel. Right. Oh, James course. Austin Johnson was like, hey, these are my people. <laughs> right. like, I, I fit right in with and all these And it's not even just the comments. cast, it's the host, it's Dua Lipa. It's yeah. the cue card right. guy. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, it's, it's everyone in 30 Rock. Yeah. yeah. You know what was so funny the other day? I was in Florida visiting family and my uh, I met my sister-in-law's grandpa. Mm-hmm. And he was this older gentleman that they call Poppy. And uh, right as I sat down, he was like, I just wanted to say that you give me hope. To have a Christian in Hollywood changing the landscape (laughs) brings me so much joy. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to face a lot of adversity, but I think that you can do it. I think that you can change Hollywood. I mean, he's not wrong. The fact that Little Mermaid came out, like, is just the work you know, of I've the never Holy Spirit. <laughs> I've never seen the original Work Little Mermaid. <laughs> no, because I was God's hand in that. I don't know. I I wasn't allowed to see it because of magic. Exactly. So I've 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 never seen it. I know the I know the songs, but now my in my in this prime... one, <laughs> Ursula denies God, and that's why wow. she's a sea witch. <laughs> <laughs> I renounce my faith. And she turns into a creature. I renounce my faith. My primary memory with Little Mermaid growing up was going over to a friend of mine's house, and it was just us boys. They were all a little bit older than me. Uh-huh. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> I must have been 11. Okay. I can't believe I haven't told you this yet, Carol. What? And... Uh, yeah, it was like four or five of us and we had the VHS copy <laughs> and one of them was like, you got to fast forward to that pre-scene. Oh yeah. And, and they fast forwarded to the scene where there was a, a little, a short priest guy on the boat and they were like, dude, look, he has a boner. He has a boner coming through his trousers. And I remember saying, that's what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
And that was my education. That's how I learned. I've been calling it Kevin's Puppet Show. Okay. <laughs> nasty fucking puppet. I've been <laughs> calling it Dexter. Hey. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> He's looking like, what did I do? <laughs> and so, yeah, that was, that was part of my sexual education. Not wow. Ariel, but the, the priest. But the priest. <laughs> I want to ask, you know, how yes. are the three of us committing to bringing the light to Hollywood, California? I mean, this I've year? already done my part at SNL, and so. she literally converted an entire cast and crew for That's true. five seat, four seasons. Yeah, okay, yeah. she deserves rest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so really, it's the, up to you and me. The charge is to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I'm holding up my end of the deal already with my work. Uh, about to cross the billion dollar mark at the box office, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. With the true. most famous Christian alive right, right. now, perhaps. Right. Wow. You so are really you... building up other Christians. We got Garfield next year. We got, you know. Yeah. The the team is strong. So what are you doing? Man, what am I doing? <laughs> to bring change to this industry. Well, you guys know I've always been a prayer warrior. Mm. Mm-hmm. And... This this year, I'm going to be a prayer, a four-star prayer general. You're getting Whoa. a promotion? I'm, getting, I'm, I'm leveling up. A self-promotion. She's becoming the patent of prayer. <laughs> I love that. I'm the patent of prayer. <laughs> I'm the Eisenhower of how's your heart? <laughs> Eisenhower is um, your heart. Getting in there. Um, so I, I guess really like if you guys are ever feeling low and then suddenly you feel like the wind beneath your wings, mm-hmm. you know that's because I've been praying for you too. Wow. Building you up so you can go out and do your work. Hey, I'm I'm resting up right now. You you develop more of a clear strategy. And, I, yeah, I and yeah, I am wondering where the Hollywood know. comes in to this. Are you no. are you doing it at Hollywood and Highland next to like Bobo Spider Man or whatever? Well, like you guys are in Hollywood and you know other stars. Of course, I'm playing for Chris Pratt. Of course, I'm praying for um the guy. What's the guy from Rust Development? Uh, 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 Tony Hale. Of course, I'm praying for Tony mm-hmm. Hale. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm praying for Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi <laughs> every damn day, morning, <laughs> noon, and night. It's working. I'm praying for Justin Bieber always, mm-hmm. and I'm praying for Haley Bieber as well. And there's another Christian. Oh, Chelsea on Selling Sunset. She is also a Christian. She I'm declared. Not familiar with yes. Her. So all of these Christians, you know, there are people. In Hollywood, like, if you guys have you guys ever been on like a film set before? Never. Okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Let me Explain put it this it. way. You know, there's 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 the person in front of the camera waving their hands around, acting. Okay. And then there's someone behind the camera. And who's that called? That's called the prayer general, right okay. there. Okay. <laughs> and that's me. <laughs> so I'm in there. You're, I'm behind the scenes, but I'm like, I'm making the way smooth for everybody. Amazing. And the person in front of the camera acting mm-hmm. and hitting their mark and giving a performance that are called prayer targets. Prayer. <laughs> they are um, prayer pawns. Prayer pawns. Right. Okay. Catch me, uh, catch me on the picket lines with uh, yeah. WGAers. They'll, they'll all be uh, holding their strike signs and. I am a member of the WGA, but I'm going to be the one proselytizing (laughs) 
my sign. So. It's just going to say John 316. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say repent now. <laughs> Caroline, like, I'm a having second. a flashback to a true memory in which the church we used to belong to did a prayer walk all around Warner Brothers Studio in Burbank. <laughs> And Why Warner Brothers? Because that's where the because Yakko, Wacko, and Dot oh, need yeah. salvation. <laughs> True. Those little tower well, they're demons. Abominations. They're not human. <laughs> but it's like it was OG prototype picketing. Whoa. That's what it was. Like they they walked so the WGA could also walk. Walk, wow. walk more. Wow. Everyone's yeah, walking. Christians are always setting the tone. Man. Have you been picketing, by the way? At I've all? been picketing. Chia's been picketing. Okay. Chia. Uh, what? Chia. How would you describe the vibe? Because I've been one time just in solidarity, not as part of the right, union. Right, but... right. Uh, I mean, vibes have been good. Uh, I, I think that they vary based on the time of day. Because, um, you know, there's like a morning crew. There's an afternoon crew. I think the afternoon is a little bit more lively. Yes. Yeah. So, and for anyone that doesn't know, or if they're listening to this in the future, we're talking about the writer's strike. The WGA is picketing in all the studios in LA, Netflix, Universal, WB, Disney. And I'm picketing Sony. because they don't have enough Jesus yes. in in Hollywood. The studios aren't right. promoting Jesus enough. You're not going to back down until the contract says. And more Jesus. More Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, residuals for this. Yes, equity for this. Yes, we want a writer producer on set. My fellow also... WGA members keep telling me to leave. <laughs> it <laughs> should be why we're striking. Like, but thank you for your important work. I think legally everything should be co-written by God. <laughs> <laughs> There's a co-write credit story by God Absolutely. on every episode of television because it's like this one telling the Jesse greatest Armstrong story. Jesse Armstrong and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and you're picketing for that I'm picketing that one time Because it was a singles mixer <laughs> oh, It was yeah. one of the most Did I tell them, you about that? Oh me? I know about it Cursed event You went to the mixer? It was re- no, I didn't I didn't go to the mixer oh, I, okay. I went the day that the mixer was happening I haven't heard uh, I had a friend say She walked in And was there for 10 minutes And she was like This is humiliating Yeah And, yeah. and left The way it worked Was you showed up And you checked out at the WGA table, and they said, who are you attracted to? Whether it was men, women, or both, or pan, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you got a color bracelet, depending on who you were attracted to, to wear, so people would know who to approach. Okay. And then... Oof. And then there were name tags, and everyone was just on the picket line introducing Oof. themselves to each other. And I'm happy that I have a podcast to ask somebody out on, because <laughs> <laughs> that is rough. Right? It was... Absolutely not what you wanted, but yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Depending on how long this strike goes on, maybe there'll be some picket line babies. Hey, <laughs> Dexter's like not on my watch. Sweet guy. Shut that down. We'll need that. Well, God bless you for doing the Lord's work at SNL at Thirty Rock. Thank you on the Hollywood. picket line mm-hmm. in Hollywood, Carolina. I am curious to get a little more dimension to your strategy right. for Hollywood in the future. Two plans to come. I, I'm hitching my wagon to one man and one man alone that I really need our working relationship to continue and prosper. Yeah. We're in talks to do a uh, gritty Popeye reboot, okay. which feels more up mm. his alley, I Fun. think. Um, a lot of cartoons. Yeah. Well, he's he's a goofy guy. Like, he loves goofy laughing guy. as much as... Like, I know he's jacked and yeah. stuff, but he's... People forget about him on so Parks. Funny. He was really silly and he's really He's a funny. family. He loves family. Yeah, he's like a family guy. 
<laughs> in so many ways. Wait a minute. Let's pitch that. Wait, Seth MacFarlane also on strike with the WGA. Mm. Maybe this is our end. You got to get to those picket lines more because, you know, all of these really rich writers are there constantly. They're there. Okay, <laughs> so Adriana is going to bring Seth to Christ. Yes. Kevin's going to bring Crisp to Seth. That's right. And I'm just going to be greasing the wheels with prayer <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Wow. And on that strategy session note, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Thank you to Angie for sponsoring this HeadGum podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Indeed. So if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Yeah, doing stuff yourself seems fun, but then you actually get to, you know, solving a problem and you realize that mm -hmm. you can create 10 more problems and then you probably should have just paid a, yeah. a professional to deal with it right off the bat. You can easily injure and or maim yourself as well. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. You just get the app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. It's very convenient. It sure is, folks, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. So download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you, Angie. Angie.com. Thank you. 
This episode of the podcast is brought to you by See The Thing Is, another podcast. We want to tell you about a podcast we think you're going to love. It's called See The Thing Is, and it's hosted by Grammy Award-winning R&B artist Bridget Kelly and media personality Mandy B. Every week, Bridget Kelly and Mandy B. offer grown, honest, and slightly toxic perspectives on all things music, pop culture, and of course, dating and relationships, everyone's favorite topics. Do you have a hard time finding new music? Are you a millennial who misses what life was like in the 2000s? Are you interested in multiple perspectives on relationships and dating? Are you interested in a podcast that holds all genders to account? See, the thing is, is a podcast that allows space for a wide range of thoughts and emotion. Most recently, the ladies have sat down with Ari Lennox, Van Lathan, and D. Ray McKesson. Join Bridget and Mandy every week as they update you on everything going on in the world with their polarizing hot takes. Subscribe to See The Thing Is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive into the topic. Come on, let's go. Oh, we miss him every day. He's alive, but we just miss him every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, wish him well. <laughs> Reliant K, two lefts don't make a right, but three do. Now, yes. this is their third studio album. This came out... 20 years ago. This this album wow. is 20 years old at this point. Wow. March 11th, 2003. And we've covered one of their albums before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I believe we did that. I believe we did that with Jeremy way back in the day. Which yeah. I do think is my favorite of their albums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, it's a great one. Sure. But this one is a nice silver medal. Even though it was certified gold by the RIAA because it sold 500,000 copies. It was- One of those copies was me. I, uh, uh, actually, I think my grandpa gave my brothers and I the CD for Christmas. And this one actually... It was a grandpa gift. Yeah, I'm sure that he just went into the local Christian bookstore and said... Like, Give me what's hot. Yeah, yeah. What will the kids like? <laughs> um, but... This is actually, I, I love the album, mm-hmm, but this one really started it all because this was my first Reliant K album. Okay. So I, I guess even though I love mm-hmm, this is... This is how you met them. Yeah, and yeah. You this was my introduction. Later. Huge. I think that makes sense. I feel like this is a really good representation of what Reliant K is at the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. full spectrum of RK. All... Two colors. I, you know, well, and this, <laughs> this, uh, this album is so interesting because I, I, it really does embody them because they have like such a silly side, and this album is has is kind of equal parts really good songs that I think musically and lyrically are are really nice, mm-hmm. and I still yeah. listen to them, and I know it includes mood rings, and you guys have talked about that at length. Well, listen. And we'll, we might we, we'll, have, yeah. we might have some updates on mood rings we too. Do a retrospective. But where where does Reliant K fall in your like Christian music ecosystem? Were they a foundational pillar? Were they your number one? Were I'm gonna just- say that Reliant K was absolutely my number one, uh, without a doubt. For we we've talked about Jump Five. We've talked about Stacey Rico. Those were kind of flash in the pan for me 
Oh damn! So you came on this show and you had to talk for an hour for little flashes. Well, I mean, I was I, uh, neglecting your true. I'm just romance. saying, Reliant K. I still bump Reliant K. I, I I go back to these albums a lot. I I think that if I had to be honest, they are probably the band that I've listened to the most, the most in life, yeah. just in life, of, yeah, of any band, secular, Christian, or anything like that, for sure. Yeah. And my brothers, my brothers were just visiting and we were playing Reliant K in the car. And my my brothers were talking about like, oh yeah, after five score and seven years ago, I, I don't know. What is this album on Spotify? Forget it, not slow down. I'm like, oh, you guys didn't listen to that? Like I, I followed <laughs> them. I, I kept going. Like I can't, I'm caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Are you for- know, do you know what's like the latest, what they've put out? Are they still putting out albums? They had uh, a reunion show, I guess is what you'd call it. Like in 2020, they did a live performance that they like went back and did versions wow. of of all the hits. Um, we have another yeah. thing to be picketing about, and that's to get the boys back together. The again. boys, the well, boys they, back they did time. have a tour again in, in 2022. The um yeah tour, <laughs> uh, and that was very successful for oh, them. Okay. Our friend Grace Simler Baldridge opened for them for a number of dates. Right on that okay. tour, uh, another contemporary Christian artist, a, a, a queer artist. So that was like pretty. Huge. It it was. I think that's a very meaningful gesture. Yeah, for this band of boys whose roots are. You know, like crossover, and everyone has some sort of relationship with them that listen to this kind of music at the time period. But, but still, to to be that, not only like we welcome everybody to the table, not that version of it, but it's like literally a gay woman is going to open for us for these concerts is is a meaningful gesture. I did notice that on the live, uh, twenty twenty album that's on that's on Spotify, they did perform Mood Rings. And I love that they doubled down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that they like the, they spoke about it. And they were doubled like, down, obviously, and then they didn't double down at the same time. So this is from back in August of last year, in August of 2022. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a woman at Kirby Max on TikTok that did one of those like. You know, kind of mugging to the camera while listening to a problematic song, TikToks, and what what is the caption for it? Therapy isn't enough. I need Christian punk band Reliant K to apologize for this song from 2003. What in the evangelical misogyny? And obviously, we've talked it to death. It's a song about women who are moody or overly emotional. Uh, she and likes whatnot. you Wednesday, but now it's Friday. And she, she has to wash her hair. She's so yeah. pretty, but she doesn't always act that way. Yeah. Lines then, of that nature. The, the, sometimes the ring is clear. And frankly, <laughs> that's fine with me, is mm-hmm. what he says. I mean, she's no completely feelings. emotionless. Yeah. <laughs> Reliant K commented on this TikTok and said, we officially apologize. <gasps> we had a lot of growing and learning to do. Still do. And that was their comment on it. Whoa. So there was a sort of... Uh, a sort of uh, apology from them in that way. Wow. Wow. Did that just blow your... I don't like that they did that. 
<laughs> you would rather they stay problematic what do you kings. Want? Yeah. What are you looking for? <laughs> a comment that says, shut up, bitch. A <laughs> <laughs> cruise. You drop this ring. <laughs> what if they said, we're gonna what's your address? We'll mail you yeah. a ring. <laughs> Something like that. So so they wow. they have at least, you know. Enough sentience to do something like that, whether that was a marketing strategy or something. Yeah, like, who do you think did that? Who runs that? Yeah, I can't believe they... Why would they say that and then still play the song hard in 2020? Well, this was in 2022, so maybe the pandemic, they had kind oh, of like a, they had a, a shift. A reckoning. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the other... The, what are the other notable things that have happened in the last couple of years? I mean, Matt Thiessen, we we've talked about his dating history before. He was with Katy Perry for a time. Mm -hmm. He was married. He got he got divorced a few years ago. Um, uh, he's a single man. This Matt Thiessen, the which the is front something man. that really? I think is, you know, let's just bookmark that. Yeah, that's, let's keep that in mind. That's interesting, but. <laughs> Caroline, okay. because somebody might be using this okay. platform. Okay. I'm putting some Matthew Arnold Thiessen. Okay. Generally, for for albums like this, Adriana, and I'm curious for you too, Caroline. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, even even if if it is like, oh, I listen to this all the time. It you know top to bottom bangers. When it is 15 songs, I know it's 14 with the little interlude actually. Right, but right. when it's this many tracks long, do you usually get through all of it? Like, do you do you listen to albums start to finish like this? I I think uh, yeah. I mean this is this is one of those albums that I used to listen to start to finish all the time. And if I hear any of the songs from it out of context, my brain, as soon as the song ends, immediately goes to the next song mm -hmm. in my head, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I think that I put this on when I, like, have to clean my whole house or if I'm on a road trip or something, I'll, I'll put this on because I think that, yeah, I, I, I feel like for the nostalgia, it's, it's fun to listen to the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Do you do start to finish albums, Caroline? Sometimes. Not with Reliant K, obviously. Yeah, like but. if it's someone I like, I think I'll like listen a few times and then figure out probably like my five favorite songs and then pop those over on my playlist mm -hmm, of, the, mm -hmm. of the moment. Yeah. I think that's a normal process. That makes sense right? as a strategy. My my most listened to band, Bruce Springsteen, he, The River is 20 songs long. I'm not listening to that start to finish. Oh, Hardly really? ever. Hardly ever. Yeah. A lot yeah, of skips. I mean, what's that? Well, I hardly listen. I mean, I, I could go on, but I hardly listen to his studio stuff anymore anyway. The last time I did see him perform live, he did the album start to finish. Oh, all wow. 20 songs. Dang. Oh, my gosh. And it does flow in a weird way, especially live, but it was still a good show. Wow. But obviously, you know, what are the singles from this album? The singles from this album are Chapstick, Chapstick Chap Lips, Lips, and, and things, things like, like chemistry. chemistry, Forward Motion, I'm in Love with the 80s, I am understood in getting into you. And we've talked about the Goddard girlfriend trope a lot on this show. But this is this is an album which the songwriting's pretty clear that it's not when it's about God and when it's about there's not oh, usually yeah, like yeah. I'm so into you, my sweet, you know, like oh, there's right. there's not <laughs> that like dancing on the line. There it's very split. Yeah, like in in overthinking, there's like explicitly says like let me know if you're not that girl, you know, like they, which I remember my parents being like, are they Christian? 
<laughs> is this, this Christian 22 music? year old man <laughs> be thinking about women yes because he is you're right he's so young he was born in 1980 Mr. Matthew yeah. was okay so he was like 22 so or 23 he's 22, when 23 when, when he's writing and performing these songs so he is he's a young boy he's just fresh. he's just a kid I would say fresh out of college but, uh, but I think that was his path you don't think so based on song life please save us This is this is the most streamed song from the album on Spotify. This is the number Whoa, one most weird. streamed album huh. or a uh, song, excuse me. By a lot. Uh, Seven million eight hundred twenty-four thousand, and number two is Mood Rings <laughs> <laughs> with four million one hundred. That's a lot. That's by a lot. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's quite a bit. I and mean, this is about college is hard. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think that the cool thing about Reliant K is they were they had a little angst and this album I think was especially angsty compared to the albums prior because you know you had this song you also had uh, I feel like Chapstick, Chaplips and things like Chemistry was a little bit uh, and Hoops I Did It Again on this album is mm-hmm. kind of all about being in a small town and wanting to get out Oh, yeah. Again, a little overlap with my guy, too. Mm-hmm. Busting out of here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, or, like, identity questions of, like, is this just a facade? Like, who am I to you? You don't get me. <laughs> <laughs> which, which overlaps so well with so much of, like, Christian ideology and faith. There's certain genres of music that, by themselves anyway, are just getting into, like, mm-hmm. especially... Uh, what I would call a worm core, the worm core yeah. songs on this album, where it's right. like I'm a pathetic little worm. The real me, sucks. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suck shit. I eat shit. I, I love shit. it. Living it. I'm a filthy little shit pig. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully, oink oink, thank you God. Oink oink, my savior, <laughs> please save me from my slop. And, and there's an alternative album cover for this one where it's Matt oh, and the right. rest of the boys oh. like in full pig regalia just oh, see, I covered in were... mud and fertilizer. <laughs> I thought for a second you were going to be for real because there were different versions there, of the of, of this album There cover. sure were. There were four different versions. I had uh, the blue why? one. Yes. They, they uh, portrayed four different kinds of car crashes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Which one of the songs is about some sort of car crash. Um, but yes, and, and the one you find on streaming now is the light blue version of it. Uh, but yes, this is this is totally from the perspective of a 22, 23-year-old songwriting. It's not sometimes songwriters write outside of their own experience or in a different kind of voice for their things. And it's not purely autobiographical, but it's very autobiographical, so much of it. Especially Hoops, I Did It Again, which is named after their guitarist Matt Hoops yeah. who is a childhood friend of Matt Thiessen uh, and it describes in quite vivid detail their growing up in the Midwest and whatnot makes specific local colloquial references and whatnot mm-hmm. also I am wondering I'm wondering if this sound is gonna because this is 20 years old now this is a 20 year old album is this gonna be for were we to ever have children 
the three of us together. Yeah. Would this be like when our parents put on music and it's like, listen to this, Caroline. Beep, 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 beep. Oh. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, this is, this is what that was. My, our parents were born in the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that would be like do off in the 50s. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I'm almost an infant. But yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Um, I know I think about that a lot with like Gaga and Beyonce, Beyonce and Rihanna and everything. And like this, that'll be old person music. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that uh, I would definitely share at least some of the songs with my kids. Oh, yeah. Because like college kids, I, I feel like that one. I, I remember hearing because that chorus ends with. Um, arts and crafts is all I need. I'll take calligraphy and that'll make a fake degree. And I was like, whoa, that's so smart. <laughs> like, <laughs> how like, did he oh, come yeah. up with that? He could just write one. I feel like it's, it, there's a <laughs> lot of, there's also, there's just a lot of fun on this album. I, I feel like it's clever and a lot of it's just cute. I don't know. When I look back on it. Yeah. A lot of like fun wordplay and like yeah. sassiness to the songs. Yeah. Like, good for them. Even the title, two lives don't make a right. Die, die, die for three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love it. That sort of thing. Uh, something I was struck by also on the subject of, uh, let's say if if there's like, if, if inside every Matt Thiessen there's two wolves, mm. one's in need of a savior and one's a little bit silly. Mm. The Silly Wolf, maybe one of my favorite songs was In Love with the 80s. Oh, Parentheses, yeah. pink tux to the prompt. Which weirdly now, this is how, and talking about like genre sounds and how they're tied to time, this sounds the most contemporary out of all, all the songs mm. on the album. Because this sounds most akin to contemporary pop in the 2020s. Oh, Because definitely. everyone's yeah, in their really 80s throwback bag in terms of synthesizers and drum machines. That yeah. this feels the closest to what you would actually hear on the top Spotify playlist or radio or FM or, or whatever. Yeah, definitely. In terms of, even though obviously they're making reference to The Breakfast Club. Oh wait, turn this part up. I love the And I look up to my big bro Cause in the 80s all the ladies grabbed his hand and couldn't let go It's great. I was very charmed by this album. By the silly stuff too. Did you listen to this as when you were younger? No. This album? No. So this no. was your first listen? Yes, yes. Like my my silly kings were Five Iron Frenzy. Uh Yeah. Who who were very goofy boys? You know, on the Birds and the B sides, they have a song called Five Iron Frenzy. Yeah, I think so. they they had a good relationship yeah. with mm-hmm. each other. Those two bands. Uh, but there's the Silly Wolf, but then there's also. The, sil- the sloppy pig. Rock I guess it's, it's silly wolf and slop pig. <laughs> it's, the, it's the two <laughs> creatures Fighting. inside of a T-Sin. And I will say, slop pig bummed me out on this album. I felt really? sad. Well, we talked recently on a second service episode about Lauren the Bagel Daigle and her new, she is the the contemporary Christian artist, the most successful, the most popular Christian singer right now. And the nature of most of her music is the theology that's like, I am valuable and God loves me because I'm valuable and he gives me value. But it's not the, 
I can I do know right. My heart is bent. It is crooked at every turn. Oh, okay. It is a uh, it is a little more accessible and and buoyant, and it's like lighter and probably lighter in thought in some ways too, than maybe the approach that honestly that a songwriter like Tyson would take. But it is something that feels a little more palatable now, and especially with probably where we all are with with whatever conjecture the things we think about faith now right then some of the stuff on this which especially filtered through the lens of this is essentially a kid writing so much of this stuff does make you sad even in a song like trademark which is him lamenting that his trademark is sucking (laughs) that his trademark is not being a good person it's my trademark move to turn my back on you. It's my trademark move to realize I should improve sometime soon after that. You'll see me come crawling back. Yeah. Like, that's a bummer to think about. And for that to be like, hey, what's the most interesting thing about me? That I, that I crawl back and I turn my back on God. Yeah, but I wonder how much of that, because like I was just doing a road trip moving out here from Florida and so I was putting on all a ton of old emo songs and like I mean they're they're dramatic as hell so I'm like how much of that is like the the culture of like I suck without God or is it just like kind of just of its time you know like these boys felt a lot of things Right. Well, that's what I mean by like the genre con- uh, conventions meet the theology in a perfect harmony, which is why uh, I think you see yeah, so yeah. much crossover with the audiences because, because like you're saying, like uh, audiences for this genre are already like, yeah, we fucking are losers, <laughs> you know, or, or whatever, whatever the case may be. So it makes all the sense in the world that something like this would cross over. Yeah. But he doesn't have like loser pride, you know? He's like, uh, it seems like there's genuinely maybe a little self-loathing that is probably dramatized by the songwriting and just like the style that yeah, he's in too. Sure. But also, yeah, sometimes when you're in your early 20s and you don't have like stuff figured out, you just always assume it's like your fault that something's going on or oh, like yeah. that you oh, yeah. that something got messed up or whatever. And to me, this song... There's, there's some telling couple lines here. I'll kill the thing that turns me away. Amputate the arm that will disobey. What do you do with one arm when you're alone? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Comes back. And, that, and that's, that's what I'm wondering, too. You know, were we struggling with jacking off? Maybe right. touching things you shouldn't be touching. I'm sure it's an allusion to and the scripture of like, will... better to cut off your hand than enter the kingdom. But he didn't say the hand, did he, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the whole arm is... Gotta go. Like, well, you can use the nose. Yeah, you can use too much. Well, you can do the left arm. But uh, I just wonder, too, like, oh, I want... Like, the things that he considers at the time... Like so bad that he's turning away from yeah. God to like go chase it. Is it like, you know, making out with a girl, jacking off, the murdering people? Normally. Yeah, it's murdering. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just stabbing. I don't know. I'm being too cute. But uh, anyway, I, I think that's interesting that like that could um, manifest in such self-loathing as opposed to like 
you know what? This is who I am. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just like this. I'm going to be a bit of a pig slop, but that's all right. You know, <laughs> we're all pigs here. You, me, the band and the crowd. You I know? love the phrase loser pride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, happy pride month, everyone. Yeah. As this comes out. Uh... <laughs> I, yeah, I hope, I hope eventually it transformed to loser pride. Yeah. That could be fun. I mean, hopefully it did. Maybe hopefully. Jesus freak style. This is, but this is the angst of youth is like, you know, again, not to draw parallels, but it did remind me of a little song called Dancing in the Dark, where mm. he does say, I uh, look in the mirror and I want to change my hair and my clothes, my face. Like it's somewhat like it is such a, it's it's such a um, trope of, of youthful angst to be so dissatisfied with inherently who you are and especially your aesthetics. That, that that might just be it. And perhaps I think now I just have like a lot of sensitivity as someone who for a lot of my 20s was told like, yeah, you are a sloppy little pig. You know, like <laughs> you, you do suck. <laughs> and isn't it great that there's a guy, you know, right, yeah. the song I Am Understood? Oh, this question is a good mark. One. To hold a conversation with the only one who sees right through this version of myself I try to hide behind I'll bury my face because my disgrace will leave me terrified and sometimes I'm so thankful for your loyalty your love regardless of the mistakes I make will And what young man wants nothing more than to be <laughs> understood. understood? The man misunderstands me. My parents don't understand, but there is someone who recites my own words back to me before I even know them. True Heads had the Vitamin String Quartet version of this song on their iPod Nanos, too. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Nice. Man, remember when that blew, blew people's minds? It's like, what if your favorite song, but a string quartet's playing? Oh, it? yeah. And then Shonda Rhimes made a whole show out of it with Bridgerton. That's right. That was the basis of that show. Yeah. It's the Vitamin <laughs> String Quartet. But yeah. I, 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 I like this the thrust of this song a little bit more in the sense of mm -hmm. describing the idea of a god that we talk about in the show a lot where it's like the the primary function of deity being understanding and comfort and peace to you something that can quell your spirit and your restlessness your anxiousness or your energy yeah it's a, it's more about his personal relationship with god mm -hmm. it sounds nice it sounds like he gets a lot of um, comfort and relief maybe from the lonely feeling that we could all feel of like, mm -hmm. no one gets me at the end of the day. It's well, just we, me here. We know without his arm, he's not getting relief anywhere else. You know, so, uh. <laughs> Release that pressure. <laughs> um, I think we've talked about it before, but one of my favorite songs on this album is, is um, Getting Into You. 
I just think it's so nice. When I made up my mind and my heart along with that To live not for myself, but yet forgot somebody said Do you know what you are getting yourself into? To remove the doubt that makes me so unsure These things I ask myself I ask myself Do you know what you are getting yourself into? I'm getting into you Because you got to me In a way words can't describe I'm getting into you Cause I've got to be your essential to survive I'm gonna love you with my love There's a line from the bridge of this I've been a liar and I'll never amount to the kind of person you deserve to worship you Which is exactly what I said in my last breakup I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that this isn't like about the greater meaning of 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 the song or anything but their harmonies were so on point so good i kept thinking that the whole time i was like this is great it reminds me of the beach boys like it's so pleasant oh yeah and yeah. and i feel like this is the album where like that really clicked like from here on out it, it's tight harmonies all the time tight harmonies all the time <laughs> and they yeah cuz you listen to the first two albums and they were a little bit scrappier you know they i I feel like this is the first one that feels like really cohesive and uh yeah just that somebody learned how to harmonize someone learned how to harmonize and sometimes there's multiple harmonies going on Mm -hmm. you can tell like they took their time with these songs and even just like the fun rhythm changes they'll do halfway through and just totally flip a song over and whatever like there's a lot of the things that are nice about this album is like the songs are good, the melodies are good, but you're also rewarded with like all these other extra fun layers and musicality to the music. And I think that's why this album, you're still listening to it decades later. It's not like, oh, it's just good punk music. It's like, it's really good music too. Yeah. I mean, I think that the lyrics in general, I just think that their lyrics are have always consistently been smart. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm saying that hesitantly just because I don't know if we're going to like talk about the song gibberish. I know what you mean, but this is one of, this is perhaps one of the only times that we talk about, at least in this world and on the podcast about a band where, and I guess I would put Switchfoot in this category as well, where it's not, where, where they are the top of their class for their class, not for the Christian version of their class. Yeah. In the sense of like, as far as pop punk bands, the respect that they command just on a pure craft level and in terms of their audience and fandom is, is you know, uh, what a meritocracy or whatever you want to call it. But, but it is, it, it, you don't have to like grade it on a curve. Yeah. Where it is like, it's not like, oh yeah, for this, it's actually pretty good for what you would expect. Like, but it's 
widely regarded to be this is the cream of the crop from that music from that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of rare. I, I think I look back on a on a lot of music that I listened to when I was younger in, in the Christian sphere and I kind of giggle at it now and I'm not really laughing at them. Uh, I think that that says something. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> it's, I'm like, yeah, this holds up. It's good. I'm yes. not laughing. Including... I was just thinking about all the kids who were like so proud that they knew the lyrics to this, you know, would probably like say it to each other. Oh, right. yeah, just watch like, this. oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Phone a mirror. That's fun. That's what we do when Headgum is behind in ad payments. We phone a mirror. Hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nah, we're just kidding around. They're not behind. Uh, and then to that silly wolf, there is a oh yeah, the secret track. There's a secret, secret track, track at the end of Silly Shoes. I didn't get Silly Shoes. Just you wait, Caroline. You have to wait after Jefferson Airplane ends. Okay. Wow, this brings me back. It's a bonus. It's a, you know, it's, it's a fun. hidden track. Yeah, sure. yeah, they had fun. I like that. Anything else? Any other highlights that you want to discuss from the album? Personal memories? Seeing them live, perform some of these songs, seeing covers of these songs? I mean, I... I would say I I have such a strong and vivid memory of this music video that I'm sure I accessed through jesusfreakhideout.com. But uh, the the music video for Chapstick, Chaplets and things like Chemistry, they're they're performing in a retirement home. And it's kind of like all of the older people are sort of acting... Almost dead. <laughs> and then this older guy like starts to party. He's he's kind of uh, woken up from the dead. He's about to die. Matt Thiessen revives him and then he starts dancing and all the wow. old people get really into it. Oh my gosh. Our reliant K. Caroline, we should do this and do our podcast live in nursing homes. Oh, so this is yeah, this is the old guy. So he's dying. Yeah, that's what would happen if we did that. Is I would have Send to kiss some people old to man. the other side. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and and something There's else I no want to say about this song. Oh actually. please go on. Uh, I love how beautifully dated it dated it is. Talking about daytime minutes, etc. Uh-huh. Cell phone plan cover. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I just it's so delightful to listen to it. It's delightful. I, w- I literally Who owns a cell phone. <laughs> in preparation for this, I was listening to this album with my brothers who were visiting, and my youngest brother, he's eight years younger than me. I was like explaining 
till eight o'clock comes around. Mm-hmm. You know, like why why he's waiting until eight? He had wow. no idea that there were weekends and nighttime oh, sure. minutes that were yeah. free of charge. You know, dated isn't always pejorative. Sometimes it means it's a time capsule of mm-hmm. a different time. It's and a nostalgia trip. In the same way people uh, pontificate, is Hamilton the perfect Obama-era art? Perhaps chapstick, chaplet, some things like chemistry is the perfect Bush-era art. 2003, <laughs> Chris Bush was riding high, first term. <laughs> That 9-11 revenge backdrop. <laughs> yeah. No, proud to be an American is Bush. Perfect Bush era. Perfect uh, Bush era. Perfect I'm glad Bush. we were all on the same page. Yeah. Running the up Dixie that Chicks. hill is perf- perfect Bush <laughs> era for me. Oh, gracious. Anything else? Anything else we want to say about this little album? Matt Thiessen, um, I don't know how to say this, but he sings hot. He sings hot. Yeah. How would you do what what is the hottest he sings on it? Getting into you? That's really hot. Um the the pink tuck song, I gotta say, there's something very hot about wow. that. Oh I don't know. Uh-huh. I can't describe it, but yeah. Yeah. It's like mm. <laughs> Yeah. And he does like a little falsetto uh later in the Yeah. The pink it makes me just wanna the tuck my hair behind my ear, you know? Yeah, like oh yeah. And my favorite band will always be Tears for Fears. I'm like, that's so cool. I love Wait, Tears for is that Fears. My favorite band now? <laughs> well, he also, I always loved the song Falling Out on this album because it it doesn't like the words don't fit the music. So he's so he sings it. I'm falling out. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Well, on, on this note, maybe. Yeah. There might be something. Is there anything else nice you want to say about you wanna Matt? Um, say. Yeah, look, Speaking I've thought about... Speaking to our hundreds of listeners. I've thought about this a lot. Yeah. Uh, I do think he's amongst my first crushes. And I, we have an age difference. I was looking it up. He's 42. I'm... Right. Almost thirty in in a month, so mm. I I think we're in. Do you, do you want some ba- uh, some score while you're? I'm scared this? to say yes. Okay, let's go. He's uh he's the, an eldest. He's like the eldest millennial. <laughs> I think you could get. I listen, Matt. I've listened to your side projects. I love Matthew Deason and the Earthquakes. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I you know you were my MySpace songs. I feel like there's a little bit of an age gap. I'm feel like I'm pretty mature, <laughs> <laughs> wise beyond my years. Um, <laughs> He's only forty. 42. 42. I don't know. Is that, I, I just don't want him to be freaked out that I'm younger. Yeah, no. I just don't want him to be freaked out. You're you're a fully-fledged adult at this point. Okay, Your great. brain has stopped growing. You're fine. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> well, you really threw me off here. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, I'll go to Nashville if it's right. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
would love for you to just come out and There's visit conditions. me here in LA. I'll be best. And let's go on a date. What's the date? What are y'all doing? I think it's it, well. Dodgers game? No, I well, I have season tickets to the WNBA. I've, wow. I, I've for uh, the LA Sparks. I've got great seats. Um, Sparks will fly. I think it could be Sparks. Yeah, uh, I think it could be a picnic uh, where you bring a guitar and sing to me. Wow, that was a joke. I'm wow. not gonna make you do that. But I, I, I just, I uh, think first things could happen. You I don't know. know. I'm. I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't do this for my my teenage self and use this platform to ask out Matt Teeson. Or teenage Adriana for adult Adriana and for love. Future Adriana. Uh, yeah. yeah. We saw you were divorced. <laughs> Matt Teeson, we saw you were divorced. We know you're single. We know you're out in these streets. You're in the and world. You, here is someone who has stuck by you through thick and thin. And listen to you sing lows. hot. She listened to you sing hot, and she said it before I ever said it. He sings hot. It's like, <laughs> I think we could get along. She probably saw you live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she saw He's you so live. Cute. You all, you've shared oxygen. Why not share a life? Matt Thiessen, you've pro you've proved your bona fides as a queer ally in the last few years. <laughs> Matt Thiessen, you are a feminist. <laughs> Matt Thiessen, you are gay rights. You are the moment. Now, come on now. And join me out. in a heterosexual yes. relationship. <laughs> a Christian heterosexual relationship. Yeah, super heteronormative. Uh, yeah. <sighs> and, what's the, what is it? Compatibility, not compatibility. There's like equal relationship and then there's... Um, uh, Inequitable? No, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Got, it's going to come to me later. But anyway, Matt, you can take the lead. I'm just going to speak for Adriana here. Yeah, please You do. know, like, you can be head of the household, whatever you want. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that. Complimentarian. That's, that's oh, complimentarian. <laughs> <laughs> we can work those terms out later. Matt, I will make dinner for you on the table. <laughs> 6.30 okay. p.m. every day. Adriana, that's the first day. <laughs> yeah. Um, Make that engagement chicken. Mm -hmm. I'll be playing the vitamin string quartet. You'll be playing that. <laughs> Matt, we know you wouldn't ask that of Adriana to be a, in a um, complementarian relationship with you because, you, like we said, you are a feminist and this will be the, a relationship for the ages. But that and said, I, she will bake you a cake. We'll bake you that a cake. Is in the form of a ring. <laughs> yes. That does change colors as you cut into it. You'll always know how she's feeling. You know, I said, I said that he would, he could sing for me. I'd sing for him. I've Whoa. got my guitar, and I learned how to play "Getting Into You" when I was a teen. Really? Let's let's sing She'll it together. It let's do it together. Let's make it a duet. <gasps> wow. Okay. Well, I think I think this is a responsible use of our platform and of our influence. Yes. Yeah. So contact me through. Uh, Kevin, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, if you can go ahead and reach out to Kevin and then me. I Kevin T. Porter. My DMs are open. We'll work it out. Yeah. Gracious. You guys can go see Book Club 2 together. Maybe with all of us. Oh, my gosh. We're going to do a group date first date. You know, wow. like break the ice. Yeah. Group date first date. That's so Christian. See if he does funny. That's so Christian. If he does funny wispies on the date, that's <laughs> when you know you have yourself a keeper. There you go. Ooh, funny what? wispies. What? What do you call it? We do them. Do I didn't. I didn't know we were calling them funny wispies. 
if that's what it's going to be, <coughs> cease and desisties. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, the uh, cl- quiet clown time is that better? <laughs> like a soft honk. Quiet clown time. It's when it's when you lean over to your friend and you see you the same one. Like during something, yeah. you know. It's commentary. We've all done it. And it's it's foundational and fundamental to bonding. Why are neither of you looking at me right I'm now? Sorry, there's something in my eye. <laughs> oh, I just I didn't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Dexter, We've all sorry. Done it. He's not even looking at me. Man. All right. Well, clown wispies. Well, I silly wispy. Miss me. <laughs> Miss me with those wispies. <laughs> Damn. I just like, I, I think, oh, I wish I could go back to when you were playing the music. But th- this is, here's my thing, Matt. So we're back. <laughs> I feel a lot of things. Yeah. And I know you feel a lot of things. Okay. Because I listen to the words in your songs mm-hmm. that you sing hot. I'm just saying I think we would feel a lot of things together. Whoa. Ah! Okay, there we go. Wow, that's beautiful. Was, Let's yeah, go ahead and trim yeah. that, cut that, send that to the team, Matt's mm-hmm. T-Soon team. Matt Teamson. <laughs> Matt Teamson. <laughs> and there's so many earthquakes here in California, and we know you love earthquakes. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> oh, gracious. Well, on that note, we have to have a silly wispies talk after this podcast. On that note, we're going to do toast or roast or space between. You know how it works. We give a thumbs up. Holy toast. That's when we say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thumbs down. That's when we send it to hell and say. No, 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 no. It's the holy roast. Or we no. send it to purgatory, which is. The space between. Caroline. Um, when I listened to this album, I was having a good time. And I was thinking back to very early on this podcast, you know, when I said some some strong words about mood rings, and I was like, let me revisit. You know, I'm older. I'm a little quieter now, you know. These old bones have settled. I don't have any fight in me left anymore. <laughs> and I listened again, and I was like, nah, it's just as bad as I remembered, possibly worse. And so I... I, I I know that, but I'm going to put mood rings aside because I'm just going to say that even though it was only a TikTok comment on someone else's video that <laughs> technically they denounced it. You wanted them to like do a press release with President Biden and <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's a possibly lower bar to clear, but I suppose they cleared it. So I'm if I'm able to put that one to the side. This is such a great album and like I'm not even a huge fan of this kind of music and mm. I was like really enjoying it and like we talked about the harmonies were so freaking tight and the the music was fun the the lyrics are clever it is music that really draws you in and I think is made for like the time that it came out and the time of life most of their listeners was in I have to I have to tip my little hat to them so I'm going to give a toast wow a toast a toast from Caroline we turn it to Adriana well I, this, it brought me back. I feel like I return to this album at least once a year. And so it's always nice to walk down memory lane. Um, and, you know, it's it's one of those albums that it, it just takes me to a different time and place. And uh, I, I, I'm delighted every time uh, I listen to it. So I'm, I'm going to give it a toast. And um, 
I, I just thought of something that I could add to my my. Uh, I'm gonna give you a up. toast. <laughs> you know, my mood ring that I'm wearing right now, it's blue, mm-hmm. and we all know that blue means that you should call her up immediately and ask her out because she'll most likely agree. Ooh. Always Maybe. blue. Toast? <laughs> toast. Is a toast. toast. <laughs> I'm excited. Did you ever do purity ring? <laughs> uh, you know, I wanted a purity ring so bad, but my parents didn't want to pay for... <laughs> yeah, it's like fine jewelry. Uh, yeah, well, they had this... Uh, it was called the silver ring thing. Did you guys have that? Not that. It was like... It was a, a ceremony? It was like a a purity ring company that like went to different youth groups and they were like, they had like a catalog that you, you said, I want, I know. Wow. And it was like about money changers. It was like 80, like 80 bucks minimum. And I remember my parents plated. (laughs) Oh man. I remember my, I remember my parents saying, absolutely not. Yeah. And I think my dad had some, quip like you need a ring to remind you to <laughs> <laughs> happy boinkin yeah happy boinkin Listen. yeah i wish i had a ring though that would have been sick mm-hmm. yeah because taking it off would have felt cathartic oh yeah so cool. i missed out on that <laughs> i mean can you imagine nick kevin and joe's faces when they're like finally whipped it off and yeah Dove Maybe the morning after. Head deep into Chopra or whatever the fuck. Whipped you know. it off. And- <laughs> now I'm thinking there must have been like really. You're saying that Nick Jonas took off his purity ring when he married Priyanka Chopra? <laughs> no, when they first started dating, probably. Yeah. Well, that's funny you say that because I was just thinking there must be like, there must have been some sort of elaborate ceremony people had of like dad like removing the priest. Purity ring at the altar, and like as he's giving his daughter away, and then putting the other ring on, like, or did they keep the purity ring on and then put the the wedding band over it? Or they they had to take they, it off. They build a bigger There's wedding. There's three band. rings: <laughs> engagement ring, purity ring, and wedding band. Or does the wedding band have like a little tiny pair of scissors on it that cuts the purity ring off? <laughs> Ceremony for. Like the grand opening period. of a yeah of a store or something exactly have the mayor come now <laughs> uh, purityrings.com dot the, com okay did I say it like that <laughs> yeah you did my bad getting married congratulations what do you do with your purity ring oh. <laughs> and there's a whole article okay and it says what do you do with it well it's neat it's neat to pass it on to someone else and Ask them to make the same commitment you did. <laughs> what? By walking the walk, they will respect you. Chain of virgins you. with your ring. <laughs> By walking the walk, they will respect you and the commitment to trust God and stay pure until marriage. Oh, my gosh. They might be a sibling, a Christian friend, a relative. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, if hey, I'm devastating. Becky, <laughs> if I knocked my brother on any of my brother's doors uh, like, saying, hey. Hey. <laughs> I know you respect me a lot for the commitment I made. Hey, but please promise not to have premarital sex for me. A quality purity ring can become a family heirloom passed through the generations. Family heirloom. And it can become a powerful symbol of what you and your family hold dear. This is my great grandma's purity (laughs) no sex ring. My great grandma who never fucks. (laughs) 
Don't ask me how <laughs> we're here, but uh, she wanted us to have. Oh my this. gosh, Gam Gam's purity ring. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to give that to my daughter. <laughs> what? I don't want it. Oh my gosh. I, you know, wow. kind of, kind of similar to you, where I, I wasn't attached to Reliant mm. K other than the regular cultural osmosis, but then re-encountering them, I had so much affection for this album i truly did it made me it, it, it made me feel sad for the matt that was writing things like i'm a liar who doesn't deserve to worship you that stuff bums me out i think probably most especially because it's not dissimilar to maybe some of my disposition at a similar age mm -hmm. so it's really the me that i see in him right uh but that being said you know silly wolf and sloppy pig they worked for me. They worked for me on this album. Mm. And I think the 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 craft of the music and the purity, not to talk about purity again, but the purity of the pop punk was good. So good. And I was happy with it. And for that reason, Ooh. I do give it a toast. A unanimous toast. A toast. So we say to two lefts don't make a right, but three do. We, of course, say. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Wow, we really did it. We really did it tonight, didn't we? And now, Adriana, we're dimming the lights in here. We're lighting the candles and taking it to a more worshipful space. And on other podcasts that you've been on, on the hundreds of podcasts you've been on, you may promote yourself or plug your projects. We're not here to do that. We're left those. We're lifting at those things, lifting mm -hmm. like ninety-nine left balloons. We left them up <laughs> to the Lord, and we also lift up something that we're enjoying in the secular culture. The last great thing we watched, that we read, that we listened to, that we saw, something of that nature, and we start as per usual with Caroline. You can be lifting me up as always at Caroline's farts. And I am going to put my gamer girl hat on here and recommend a game to you all. It's a Switch game called Bug Snacks. Um, if you know me, I'm not good at video games, but I do enjoy one that lets me have fun, find things, discover. And this game is that, but there is a little bit of, uh, you know, work you got to do. You got to collect these bugs that look like snacks. So they look like little burgers or little uh uh, carrots or things like that it's a cute little story there's a bit of a mystery in it and stuff um, it was really fun I really enjoyed it so check that out if you're looking for a new game you got a bug and snacks <laughs> <laughs> Randy <laughs> you got a bug and snacks you got <laughs> you got a, you got a bug and snacks <laughs> you got a bug and me that's like when you, you make someone sick you got a bug me <laughs> Gave me HPV. Whoa. <laughs> oh. Nice. All right. Thanks, Caroline. We turn it to Adriana. Uh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Adriana Cruz. Um, that's A-D-R-I-A-N-A-C-R-U-I-S-E because my dad oh. is Tom Cruise and my mom is Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. Whoa. I didn't know that. It's true. Isn't that well, crazy? Why that did you need our help getting you to with Matt Thiessen? <laughs> yeah, you come from Hollywood <laughs> royalty. Miss Nepo baby oh. over here. I don't I need am, any help. I'm Nepo. Um, 
Yeah, I would say uh, listen to my friend Liza Ann uh, at Liza Ann Music. Uh, she just came out with a new song, Cheerleader. I just saw her perform it live, and it was so fun and delightful. Oh, I think I found myself a cheerleader. That one? No. But, uh, that was a song from 12 years ago. But it's, it's better than that. Better than that? Okay, I gotta hear it then. <laughs> yeah, look her up. Uh, she's great. Nice. Oh, yeah. You can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter, Instagram, Peloton, OnlyFans, Letterboxd. I will lift up a piece I read this morning from one of my favorite TV. Yes. N- not not a, not a TV writer, but someone who writes about TV. Like TV journalists, I should say. A woman named Maureen Ryan. And it's an excerpt from her new book called Burn It All Down about toxic work culture in television and in writers' rooms specifically. And there's an excerpt uh, published in Vanity Fair today called Lost Illusions, the Untold Story of the Hit Show's Poisonous Culture. It's about how Lost was run and the showrunners of that and uh, the racism and some of the misogyny inherent in the writer's room stuff. It's so incisively written and well-reported. And I was a fan of that show when it was on. And it was kind of tough to read some of it, but very, you know, I've been reading her for a very long time. I met her one time many years ago. Uh, but a terrifically reported piece. Oh. Where so, was that published again? Vanity Fair. Vanity Fair. Okay. I'm going to read that. Remember when Hugh Grant said, it's a Vanity Fair. And Ashley Graham was like, I know, the party. <laughs> like, the party's going to be so good. He just looked at her with, like, hate. <laughs> uh, no hate. No hate. All love. You can lift us up. <laughs> Don't speak for you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying for myself. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Ashley Graham. If you're listening, it's all love. And I bring the, <laughs> I bring the music up. <laughs> you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere, patreon.com slash good Christian fun for more good Christian fun. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Every review you leave, we donate a dollar to charity. Adriana, thank you so much. Thank you, Adriana. Yeah. I'll see you what guys. What a treat uh, to have you back. I'll see you guys, president after next. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so De- so the guy after DeSantis. Oh no! So <laughs> listen, you know what I'm going to see you is at a wedding, either between Gia and Dexter or you and Matt. Wow, that's powerful. Why not both at the same time? Why not both at the same time? A double time? wedding, a triple wedding. We got a lot to plan. We Woo! better go. Let's go. And there's nothing left to say except for okay. okay I, I love you, Emma. Emma. Amen. Amen. Now watch this drive. Adriana, the show's changed a little bit since last time you were on. <laughs> the Bush years are back. Yeah, we're bringing them back in a big way. Let's go. And we'll see you next week. Bye. And the only questions when they'll blow up and they'll blow up. We know that without a doubt. They're those girls, yeah, you know those girls That let their emotions get the best of them That was a HeadGum Podcast.